0: Hey trail runners! Welcome back to the Canicross Made Simple podcast, where we break down the basics of getting started in Canicross. If you're a beginner interested in learning more about the sport of Canicross and having it explained as simple as possible, then you've come to the right place. Hey, I'm Shannon Wasak, and today we're answering more great listener questions. I hope you're as excited as I am. Enjoy. Welcome back, trail runners. We talk a lot about the things we should do when we get started in Canacross, but sometimes we overlook what we shouldn't do. So today I'm gonna talk about five mistakes not to make when you get started in Canacross, or at any time, really. Do you have anything to add to this list? Hop on over to our Learn Canacross for Beginners Facebook community and let me know. Before we get started, I wanted to tell you about an exciting announcement. I have an idea brewing in my head, and I can't let it go. It's got me so excited, but it's really new right now. However, did I mention that it's got me super excited and how I'd love to involve you? Here's the backstory. For several months, I've been getting private messages from people who have reached out with questions like, "How can I learn more about teaching commands?" or "Can you talk more about the different Can Across harnesses?" or even just mentioned they wish there was a place besides engagement groups where people could bounce ideas off each other and learn more together in a quieter setting. Prior to this, I had never considered having a space for a community where I could share the knowledge I've learned along my journey and facilitate learning for others in the way that I'm now thinking. But the more questions I got like this, the more my wheels began turning. I started to see a place where we could get and give advice to keep everyone growing in a positive direction or become a close-knit community where we really get to know each other and each other's dogs while making real connections and friendships or even support and bounce ideas off each other in a smaller community such as regularly scheduled group Zoom calls, possibly with even specific monthly themes. Like I said, it's still a new idea, but you see the potential, right? I can't stop thinking about where a community dedicated to learning, supporting, and growing together on each other's Can Across journey could lead us in one year, three years, or five years from now. That's what gets me excited is the progress we would all make by staying together with such a tight focus. That's what fires me up. But here's what I'm very clear on. I can't do this alone, and I don't have all the answers. Currently, this idea is very rough around the edges. It's definitely not perfect yet, and there are many things we still need to work out, but the vision is there, and that's why I'd love to extend an early invitation to you. I want you to be a part of this, especially if you're willing to help me shape this idea. Meaning, if you join me as a founding member and you're willing to help contribute ideas on how we can make this the best place to support those beginning their across journey in learning, supporting and growing together, I'm willing to extend a very favorable founding member price. Once we get this membership up and running, I anticipate the starting price for this to be somewhere in the neighborhood of $27 a month, which will be a no-brainer given that we'll be helping people get the support and knowledge to grow together through their new Cross adventure. Here's the best part though. Join me today as a founding member and your price will be just $17 a month, a month to month with no long-term commitment or the discounted price of $170 for 12 months. And you'll be locked into that founding member price for as long as you remain a member. So even when the membership does roll out at a higher price, your price will always be the founding member price. There are a limited number of spots at this price and some of them are already filled. So that I can fully focus on building community, I'll be closing the doors for founding members to join by the end of May. As I said, all the details for this are not figured out yet. Nothing has officially been created and I expect some of the best ideas will come from you and others who join me as a founding member. But the goal is to officially launch the membership on July 1st, 2019 twenty one. So between now and then, things will be happening fast and furious based on the ideas flowing back and forth between founding members. With all that said, what I am clear about is how this community will serve all of us as we progress towards learning the basics about CanaCross and eliminating the confusion and frustration that can happen along the way. That's what excites me. That's why I'm waking up early with my mind racing a million miles a minute. It all begins here today. And years from now, we'll look back on this and say, do you remember when? So join me, become a founding member. All you need to do is simply DM me on Facebook at Shannon Gertson Wasak or email me at Made simple at gmail.com and I'll send you more details. Here's to your success as a founding member and here's to the success of our new community. Now back to today's show. So what are some things you want to avoid when running with your dog? The first is not taking into consideration your dog's breed, age, or physical ability. Yes, most dogs can participate in Canicross, but that can still vary based on your dog's situation, behavior, etc. Just because you have the same type of dog as someone else doesn't mean that your dog will run like theirs. Obviously, brachycephalic breeds like pugs aren't going to be an ideal candidate for canicross as, say, German short-haired pointer. Or if you have a greyhound, they may be fast but better at shorter distances than longer. Or maybe they're the exception to the greyhound rule and do okay with longer distances. You'll also need to consider your dog's age Is your dog fully developed and cleared by your veterinarian to begin running? Or do you have an older dog that can't run like he or she used to? What about physical abilities? Has your dog recently had an injury and still needs time to heal? Or maybe they're a smaller dog with short legs. They can't cover the same distance as, say, a lab. These are all things to consider and not overlook when getting started in Canicross. The second mistake to avoid is ignoring the environment that you're in. You always need to consider the temperature and humidity when the weather is getting warmer, and vice versa. You need to be mindful of the colder temps too. A short-coated dog is going to be more susceptible to the colder temp, and if it's warm, it's a good idea to run near shade or a pond so that your dog can cool off. Research your trails, before you go. All Trails is a great app to look into. Also, if it's a busy trail and your dog is reactive, then you should either try and go at a less busy time or find a trail that isn't too populated until you can work on the reactiveness. Third mistake to avoid is not being consistent. If you're only training your dog once a month, then the concepts aren't going to stick. Just like any sport or training, they need regular practice. I know sometimes this is easier said than done, But if you can't regularly make it out to a trail, try thinking outside the box. Is there somewhere close by that you can still work on command practice? Your yard maybe? For example, we have trees lining our driveway. So when I walk my dogs to go to the bathroom, we weave in and out of the trees, practicing the left and right commands. Or during lockdown, we used our front yard for working on pulling into the harness. One way I did this was by having a bowl of treats a ways down the yard. When my dog ran and pulled into the harness and then reached the bowl, he was rewarded with a treat. Sometimes I'll also throw a ball to practice practice the let's go command. That leads us into our next mistake, which is you also don't want to do too much too fast. You may have a very energetic dog that can run forever, but that doesn't mean you should let them. If your dog is new to running, then just like humans, they need to start off slow. Getting them started on a training plan is a good idea. A couch to 5k, etc. Also, it's good to be adding in some cross training like swimming, hiking, proprioception exercises. Dogs can get injured too, and as I mentioned before, they need to train for Canicross, just like you would want to train with them for another dog sport such as agility. Next up is being distracted, and I'm not talking about your dog. Humans can be so distracted with all of the digital options that are available. While out on the trails, there can be incoming messages via text, email, or phone calls, or listening to music or podcasts, and you can even be doing all of this through your watch these days. With all of that going on, it can be hard to focus on your dog. If I'm out on the trails alone with my dog, I cherish the quiet and time away from the everyday distractions. I love the one-on-one with my dog. It's our time to focus on each other, work on our teamwork and practice what we had planned to work on that day so my advice is to do the same use the time that you have with your dog to truly be with your dog and to enjoy the increasing bond that you share next up is a big mistake that i hope you won't make and that's using the wrong equipment and what i mean by that is not using canicross specific equipment trying to use a regular dog walking harness or just a hands-free leash is not a good idea the equipment made for canicross is designed to work the harnesses are made to keep your dog safe so that their breathing isn't impaired or so that the harness isn't rubbing in the wrong places and causing pain. Same with using a regular hands-free leash instead of a can-across waist belt. The belts are made to take the pull of your dog through your hips instead of your back, which helps prevent injury. Let's talk about praise. Are you praising your dog out on the trails enough? Waiting until the end of your run to let them know they did a good job isn't the way to go. They need encouragement throughout the run to let them know that they've done what you wanted them to do. Give them something to work for. Use an excited tone to let them know you're happy with what they're doing. Timing a praise is important too. Don't wait until they've already made the turn after you've given the command. Praise them when they show that they've thought about your command and have responded. If you wait too long, then your dog will already be focusing on something else. Reward their efforts because they're working hard for you. And the final mistake I'll talk about is talking too much when giving your dog the command. Whatever commands you choose to use with your dog, be sure to be consistent and be clear so that your dog can understand you. Don't say the command 15 times. Be clear on your message and don't say too much else. You don't want your dog struggling to hear the command if you're talking in long sentences. So there you go. Have you come across any mistakes you don't want to repeat? Let me know. And thanks so much for spending some time with me today. If you have any questions about getting started or would like to go a little deeper in a private coaching session, then please email me at simple at gmail.com and we'll get you set up. I'd also love you to join us inside our membership for Canacross Beginners. It's only open a few times a year and doors will be closing soon. You can either email me or DM me before it closes. And don't forget to join our Facebook group at bit.ly.com forward slash learn Canacross so you can post your questions to be answered on the show and learn more about Canacross. before you go if today's episode helped clear up some of your confusion or frustration on your Canacross journey please head over to itunes subscribe and leave a review so together we can help others not only learn more about this amazing sport but also help them to discover this podcast so they can find answers to some of the questions that come up when getting started i hope you enjoyed today's show as much as i did i look forward to connecting with you in our private facebook community now get those tails on the trails And until next time, bye for now. Still have questions? If you feel you need a little more one-on-one time, I'm now offering 30-minute coaching, aka strategy sessions, to give you more personalized attention. We'll hop on Zoom and clear up any confusion you're having with equipment, commands, getting your dog to pull, etc. If this sounds like something you need, please email me at canacrossmadesimple at gmail.com and we'll make it happen.